0: On today's episode of After the Snap, we will be recapping NFL Week 1. The good, the bad, and the ugly. We will also be handing out the first ATS clutch snap of the week of the NFL season. And to finish things off, we will be talking with the couple who caught a piece of history. Albert Pujols' 697th home run ball. It's time for After the Snap. Let's go. Every snap is an interview.
1: After the snap. What a snap. Hey, keep the mouth shut, 50. I lead by example. With Blake and Reed Ferguson discussing life in, out, and after football. To be able to leave walking away with a degree and a championship, uh, it couldn't be any
0: better. Yeah! Well, you can take this boy out the real south on a but you can't take the real south out of my voice. And now here we go again, twist a little bit deeper cause it's this. Read. we are back. Man, oh week, man. Week one is <clears throat> in the past. We're on to week two. But first, we got to tell all the people who listen to our podcast about week one. That's right. The Bills um, were out in LA. Yes. First time at SoFi. Give it to us. Got the dub. 31-10 was fantastic. I almost made a joke. Today, the Bills, uh, the specialists, we took a picture. um, Almost made a joke, but you didn't make the joke? I didn't make the joke. you're about to give it right now? I'm about to to give it because I think it will land better speaking rather than uh, on Twitter. The social team posted a picture for Ticket Tuesday where fans can retweet and try to win some tickets for the home opener. That's cool. In In the tweet, they put retweet to win tickets for the home opener and i was going to reply because it was a picture of the specialists we were holding like fake tickets i was going to reply and say something along the lines of monday's the home opener it felt like the home opener in la because there were so many bills fans give us a percentage. way easier way easier that? to like talk that out on a podcast rather than on twitter what was um, the ratio of Bills I don't really know. Rams. I think just because it's hard for me to ever say an NFL game unless you're playing at the old Soccer Stadium that the that they that the Chargers Stubham, used to play at StubHub Stadium. I think they may have had a few home games where the other team the away team dominated the attendance. It was probably 60-40, 55-45, 40, I mean it was there was a ton of Bills fans there. And Holy it was cow. fantastic. Um, that stadium, first time I've ever been to that stadium. Beautiful. Easily could see how it was cost five billion or whatever it was to build it. But they don't but have air conditioning in there. They I was told by it's not dad. a dome. The sides are open. Breh. Breh. The end zones are are not enclosed. Be they had a. They had a lightning warning last season because of – They had to of, stop the game. They had to stop the game because they had a light a thunder delay, lightning delay. And it's technically uh, an outdoor stadium. Last season, it's an outdoor stadium. Yes. <laughs> yes. It was hot, dude. That's what mom and dad were saying. They said it was, it was like hot. stuffy in there. Yeah, there was and, no airflow. And California is like having a major heat wave right now. So yeah, that doesn't like help going the problem through, they, at all. Before the game leading up to the game, they were in California was in like a drought. Like it rained a bunch, I think, like we played Thursday, it rained a bunch on like Saturday, Sunday, maybe. Jeez. But it was hot, dude. It was hot. I don't know how much weight I lost during the game, but I sweated out a lot because I didn't burn a lot playing because we didn't punt. Did you change your it. did you change your uniform at halftime like you no, do the only, in Miami? the only time I done I I've done that was 2020 when it rained in the second quarter. Yep. Um and they told us it wasn't raining for the rest of the game. But I was sweating almost as much as I do when we play in Miami early in the season. I think I might need to start having them pull a second jersey and a second pair of pants for me to swap at halftime because pretty much by the end of pregame i like my jersey is wet and my pants are my pants yeah. are wet like yeah. i have to swap a towel after pregame before we actually even kick off a game i have yep. to get another towel yep i believe it just two things i wanted to hit on one obviously being bills fans fantastic they were everywhere around la our buddy greg will hit on later uh, in the podcast Sent me a video. He went out to the game. Brett, our good friend, friend of the pod, Brett went out to the game. Greg sent me a video from a bar on Wednesday night, slammed with Bills fans. So I mean, it was. Do Bills fans like Bills fans were like, coming plan out. plan these in, in meetups? Drugs. I think on somebody said Facebook or something. Like, what, do they plan yeah, to go to for like sure, a certain for bar sure. or? uh definitely, definitely. But I and, and somebody else had told me. All right, not told me, but I had seen on Twitter, um, I think on maybe Monday or Tuesday leading up to the game, people going out early mm-hmm. and that they, they people were saying the Buffalo airport, like they couldn't remember the last time they saw the Buffalo airport that busy, people flying out to LA. So, uh, just bananas. The amount of Bills fans that traveled out there shouldn't be surprised at all because the mafia travels everywhere, but. And, and then Rams then secondly, really aren't, the Rams really aren't known for having that great of, like, a home fan base anyway. Well, especially – It's not like the 49ers. The they won the Super Bowl. but it, 49ers right, fans right. are just, like, b- ballistic, crazy, yeah. you know. It's not like that. It's yeah. It makes sense that there would be a lot of Bills fans there. You would think, though, for the home opener after the Super Bowl win. Yeah. But second thing, Vaughn Miller, everything that he – was chalked up to be. I mean, the dude is a freak, clear game changer, and a ton of fun to have on squad. So, I've enjoyed getting to know him. Our lockers were next to each other during camp, so that was pretty cool. Uh, getting to chat with him every day and kind of pick his brain on a few things. But maybe he'll um, come on the podcast at some point. We, we, I could, I could plant that seed now. You know, cool. I could can plant that seed. But next, um, we, next game we, for the Buffalo Bills is yep uh, Monday Night Football. Against the Tennessee Titans. We are, and I just, uh, I don't know if I should admit this out loud, but it's early enough to where I could say it. There's two Monday night games, and we are the earlier one at 7.15. There's another the game. the Vikings. No, there's Vikings at Eagles, which kicks off uh, normal like 8.30 or 8.20 or whatever. Okay, so it's only like an hour. So we're just the first. They're doing like a Monday night doubleheader. Uh, which I thought usually came on the first weekend of the season, but um, last night, this is Tuesday. Last night we had Seahawks, uh, Broncos, Broncos. Which I think I recall back playoffs. when the back when the schedule came out that we were talking about the the long break that you guys would have because you play yes. on Thursday and then it's not like you follow up on Sunday. It's right. actually on Monday, so it's it's even yep. longer. It's like a week and a half between games, basically. Uh, we yeah, we don't have a normal game week like uh, Sunday to Sunday until after uh, we play you guys in Miami. So because because week two to three we're going Monday to Sunday, yeah, Monday which is to Sunday. Short week, So gotcha. <laughs> um, yeah, great first win one zero, and uh, looking forward to Monday night football home opener should be rocking. Wonderful. Yeah, feels. Bills fans are going to be pumped up. I know that. Yep,
2: you guys Dolphins, got off to a
0: hot start. Dolphins were uh, we were at home this week. Home opener was was week one, I hosted New England, and week one has been New England for all three, three years of my years in the NFL. Got McDaniel's his first win. No, it's McDaniel. Josh McDaniel's is the is the okay. No S. I feel like I feel like there's so many guys that say McDaniels that now I don't know which, is which. it's most certainly Mike McDaniel got him his first win. I don't know. Did you see the picture of, did you see the picture of him with the Gatorade bath? Which I did. I believe I did. Uh, Good Morning Football is doing like photo of the week. And that okay. one, that cool. one is in pretty the cool. running for week one. Sure. I think, I think the other one, uh, there's four pictures. The other one that is really giving pretty good competition for photo of week one was Justin Fields like sliding, doing oh, like a slip and slide. That's on hard to see Soldier Field. That's hard after to After their game. So, sure, um, two great contenders. Yeah, yeah, and then and then a couple a couple others that weren't getting a ton of votes. Uh, Miami is still very hot. I believe, I believe it. they said and you're temp. talking about the sun, right? Uh, both. Because uh, what else are you talking about? Uh, the, the Miami Dolphins are hot. Miami okay. Dolphins are very hot. I didn't know if you were referring to the grill that was on fire in the parking lot. Because <laughs> that too that is very hot. Also very hot. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what else was hot? Those car seats Bruh. in the four cars that were, dude. They said it was like completely 12. burned in total. Twelve? Yes, bro. I was at the dog park yesterday, oh my goodness and there gracious. was a there was a guy at the dog park who parked like two rows over from no where way. that happened. Swear, and he no said way. he said that it originally was like four or five cars. Every picture I've seen, all the all the mainstream media, yes, pictures are the same it's the same picture of the same oh, three. He said or four it was cars. like he said ultimately it was like eleven or twelve cars. No freaking way. Yeah. Miami is very so it was like a, was hot, like a domino even, effect. One just kept like I one guess, would catch yeah. on fire and like the next one would catch on fire. I have no idea. I don't know how that works. Like how does that happen? I think what happened and, and I I this is solely based on like people that I've talked to what I've heard. I think what happened was there was a person who like either put their charcoal grill underneath their vehicle or dumped out the hot coals on the parking lot ground under their vehicle. And they were not out yet. And they boom, up underneath the exhaust no way. and that traveled to the, to the gas tanks. And then it was just all bad, but Miami is still very hot. <laughs> it's even hotter when you, Set your so, car on fire. I know you. I know the um, facility is not at the stadium. It's close, but it's not. It's at like the stadium. across it's like, the
1: parking lot.
0: Uh, oh, okay. It's that close. Yeah, our practice field overlooks the stadium. Okay, so but but where that happened, you don't see that on a daily basis. No, because there's parking lots all the way around. I believe it's on the other side of the stadium from where we are. Okay, so did. Like, is it a crime scene? Oh, they for sure have to do police reports because people are going to be wanting money for their cars, insurance money. And yeah, like, it's, I'm sure there'll be some sort of like, is it taped off? Have have you seen it? No, I don't think it's like a, it's not like a murder scene. No, not a crime scene, but like, are they trying to like investigate? Like, are somebody? Like if somebody come and like figure uh, out I, how it happened, I'm sure they did shortly after. Um, oh, okay. But but the the owner of the car probably probably just said, "Hey, yeah, I, I left the grill on." Like oh. it was probably pretty easy to figure out if there was a little, you know, char. But are are char... you like scraping the concrete to look like for charcoal remains? I don't know. I mean how. No, I'm just asking. Like yeah, how? No, like, I don't. I don't know. I, I'm not sure exactly where so in the wild. parking lot. I believe they they said it was on the far corner <laughs> opposite Man. of where we come in but great start to the year 1 and 0 and we are headed to Baltimore this weekend right. uh, week 2 which will then be followed up by the Buffalo Bills in Miami so that's right hoping to get uh hoping to get a little cooler weather in Baltimore i know it still gets pretty warm but we're kind of getting to the point now where we're Moving into maybe some fall weather, so hope we'll we'll hope for that and hope, hope that we, fall weather can come before week three. Hope it stays dry. No, I, I was saying I was saying in Baltimore, not not oh, oh, Miami. Oh, oh. No, we will not see not we will not it's see a, any any yeah. cool down in Miami until like December, and that's like for a week. It could be hot in Baltimore. Could be hot. It could be raining. Never know. That's run. one of those like coastal towns. Cities. We play there uh, week four. So we might catch some of that fall weather. So move, moving on, before we get into the, uh, we and preface this by saying this interview was fantastic with Matt and Samantha Brown, the couple that caught uh, Albert Pujol's 697th home run in, at PNC Park uh, on Sunday night. Or Sunday afternoon, I guess. Um, fantastic interview. You will not want to miss it. This, I mean, one of my favorite interviews we've done. They just, uh, great couple. We, we have some mutual friends and they decided to, uh, join us on the pod and, and tell us a story, but, uh, a little bit of a sentimental background that, uh, I think a lot of you will find interesting, but I wanted to get in, uh, the first ATS clutch snap of the week. Let's go of the NFL season. I know we gave out one last week for NCAA. Let's go. The NFL had not started yet. We put it, we posted on Twitter and I just pulled it up. It has been up for about 10 hours and we have 60 votes. You could either vote for ABC, uh, Charlie Hewlett, Cleveland Browns, uh, snapped the 58 yard game winning field goal. Over the Carolina Panthers, Uh, Zach Wood snapped the New Orleans Saints' 51-yard game-winning field goal to beat the Atlanta Falcons. And Christian Kuntz uh, snapped Pittsburgh's 53-yard game winner, game-winning field goal in overtime. Uh, A lot of you know, um, not friend of the pod yet, but maybe someday. uh, Cincinnati's long snapper Clark Harris. Injured his bicep during the game. The backup tight end, I guess he is a tight end, but the backup long snapper had to come in, and um they had a couple issues. Uh, a couple of their potential game winning, I guess game game winning kick was the was the one at the end of. Yeah, it I was guess the PAT. one at the end. Of, it, was it was a PAT P- to win the game. It was a PAT. They were they were tied. The PAT was 20, twenty to twenty. Would have made it twenty-one to 20. twenty-one to twenty. That's they, right it got uh, blocked got blocked and then uh, the one in overtime where they went all the way down there and tried to kick it they missed that one uh, got it missed after further review here we go the winner of this week's ATS clutch snap of the week goes to our friend Charlie Hewlett of the Cleveland Browns. Game-winning snap on the 58-yard field goal by friend of the LSU Tiger, friend of the pod, Cade York. Let's go! Uh, kid, kid, kid's got a bright future ahead of him. So, absolutely love to see smashed it. We'll be, that ball too. Uh, yeah, he smashed it. We will be uh, Charlie will be posting uh, that video of the snap and the game-winning field goal onto our socials and giving him uh, proper credit for this week. Uh, in the future. Uh, for any NCAA or NFL long snaps that you would like uh, to make the clutch snap of the week vote, please send them our way or tag uh, after the snap pod. So we can see them. I think it's time we get into what might've been my favorite interview that we've ever done. And it's definitely up there. We, so, so basically what happened, the, our podcast has been following this Albert Pujols storyline for the past probably month, month or so as he's approaching home run number 700. He's approaching history. Holy cow. I got to get some well, sounder. Sound, I got to get some soundproof. Holy cow. Uh, that was loud going on. Yeah. Anyway, Matt and Samantha Brown went to the Pirates Cardinals game on Sunday afternoon Samantha's dad, who recently passed away, actually, it was a year prior to the game. It was the the one-year anniversary of her dad passing away. He was a huge Cardinals fan, and they ended up catching the 697th home run ball by Mr. Albert Pujols. But after that is where things get a little bit interesting. So we figured... Why not have them on the pod? Greg Torlone, a friend of Reed's and myself, was kind enough to connect us. One-time listener. Happened to be mutual friends. So why not bring Matt and Samantha on the pod to discuss? So Matt and Samantha, first of all, welcome to After the Snap. We are very grateful that you guys took the time. I know your heads are probably spinning from the other night, but let's just get into the story a little bit. Uh, we know Samantha, uh, your dad was a big Cardinals fan. Did he grow up in St. Louis? What's, what was the story behind him being such a big fan?
2: There's actually really not much to that. Um, he did not grow up in St. Louis, uh, born and raised in Buffalo, New York. He just always have loved the Cardinals and my family grew up loving the Cardinals. And then I married this guy and got into the Pirates. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So. Did, did he have a favorite player or anything when he was growing up cuz I think when when I'm a Yankees fan, Blake and my dad cheer for the Red Sox. Ted Williams was kind of the go-to guy for my dad growing up. Blake can attest to that. Did he have but and, and my dad grew up in East Tennessee, so like same thing. It was not near like where his favorite team was when he was growing up. Did he have did he have like a guy that he kind of
1: clung on to? I don't know if he had if he had uh an old time guy that he raved about. Like we heard a lot about like the, the new stuff, but like Yachty, <laughs> like obviously St. Louis. <laughs> and, Everyone loves Yachty in Saint Louis. Yeah. He's been they've been so so good for so long. And yeah. It's yeah. hard not to like him when you like the Cardinals, oh right? Oh my
2: gosh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, Matt, how did you become a Pirates fan? Just because or, are you Buffalo born and it's just location
1: wise, that was the closest team? Born and raised in Buffalo, New York, but my dad's from Pittsburgh. Um, so I grew up, my dad bleeds black and gold. So I grew up, uh, with the baseball game on every night, you know, my mom complaining about who would get the TV dad's it. Um, so I played baseball when I was younger and we actually have season tickets to the Pirates. We don't make every game, oh, wow. but, uh, like we're that uh, into it, I guess. Um, so we go down a, a bunch of times a year, usually with my dad, this time not. Very cool. can uh, take her dad once a year. Yeah, just love baseball and, and with my dad really, really picked up on it.
0: I need to get on the season ticket train because Blake knew he's a new A-list member for the Braves. He, lived, he lives in Atlanta in the offseason, yep. so he just picked up some season, tickets for, up some, uh, season tickets for the Braves. Uh, we, we went to Braves games growing up all the time. It was fantastic. But all of us are huge baseball fans on the pod right now. I am making it my life's journey to hit every baseball stadium in the country, have you guys ventured and tried to hit a bunch and visit, and visit kind of wherever you go, or like Not, what's what? I'm gonna say like what's your number? My I'm at like 14 <laughs> right now. Like what's your number?
2: Not so much me. We just uh, and now we have a, like a newborn. We have a 10 month old. But hey, um... congratulations, congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Um, but. I feel like we, you've been
1: yeah. We went to Toronto. Have we gone anywhere else besides Pittsburgh together? I don't think so.
2: Um, we went uh, to or, uh Tampa. Tampa, yeah. Yeah. Nice.
1: Um, yeah, I don't know. I've been to at least at least half and and seen the Pirates okay. at most of those. Okay. So that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I'm pretty good, and I'm pretty excited for next year. They're changing the schedule where it's yes. not and as much interleague. So yes, my biggest gripe is they they play the they play interleague every weekend and like so you've you've been to all those stadiums and it's yeah. hard to travel. Yeah. Um, to see uh, the unique teams, right? They play the, for sure. the AL during the week. I'm
0: going to put you on the spot just just before we get off the stadium deal. Uh, give me your – since you you say over half, what's your – give me like your top Ooh. three.
1: Top three stadiums? Uh, good question. I saw Wrigley. Not including
0: PNC because we know <laughs> PNC. PNC should, PNC should be everybody's number one. Yeah. Yeah. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's the best one I've ever been to. Uh, so top, top three stadiums.
1: I saw Wrigley like after Rick's bought the team. So it was kind of commercialized. So, so that was cool, but I don't know if it would be top three. San Francisco obviously is fantastic. It was really neat. Okay. There.
0: Haven't been to San Francisco. Wrigley's awesome. I went there last year.
1: Wrigley's cool. It just, yep. uh, with the, all the scoreboards are new and everything. I wish it was the old time. Um, that would have been neat. But we had a. I've actually had an awesome time. Probably like the best time I've ever had at a baseball game in St. Louis. A friend hooked us up okay. with tickets. We sat front row behind home plate. Oh, Alcohol awesome. was included. It very was a cool. Yeah,
2: that's very really
1: cool. cool.
0: <laughs> we uh, St. Louis and and St. Louis and Kansas City are two that I'm trying to get to, and definitely San Francisco.
1: With the arch at St. Louis, right there, the Budweiser brewery is really cool. It's just yeah. a neat spot to visit, and then. Yeah. Uh, San Francisco is awesome because uh, my I work out of a company based in San Francisco, so I actually like got a free trip. Uh, <laughs> my dad booked a ticket. We crashed in the same hotel, and and I just went in went to work really early and <laughs> um, got out early to go to the game. So we had That's we had awesome. fun. Cool. Um, so what's that? That's two, and then the third one. Yankee Stadium, I guess, is just so like gaudy. I, I guess like <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been to the Red Sox Stadium, so that doesn't. Make the, a lot, did you but. go to the old Yankee Stadium by chance? Uh, never went to the old one. I actually went to like the second game ever at the new one. It was a preseason okay. game against Very the cool. Indians.
0: As he pulls up his Pretty big cool. Yankees Yankees yes. logo, card. <laughs> don't think this is by accident. Yeah, this is not by
1: accident. One hundred percent strategic. <laughs> It's cool to see what Judge is doing. That's exciting, man. No question. We've
0: been, we've been talking about it on the pod just about every week about him and Pujols and kind of how, how close they are to both. I mean, Judge just passed a rod for, uh, right, uh, right handed Yankees player. I mean, obviously Pujols speaks for himself. but, uh, we, we, you know, Blake and I are, are huge fans, as you guys may have picked up, but we, you know, we, we, we watch pretty much watch baseball every night. So we've been following. Pretty closely uh, throughout the whole season. You guys are going to the game Sunday night, and you're, you know, when you're when you're going to the game, is the Pujols watch like home run watch on your mind? It had to be like as close as it sounds. Like you follow baseball, you had to think, <laughs> okay, he might he might hit a home run tonight. And with are, are those ticket the tickets that you were sitting in? Are those your season tickets?
1: Good questions. So I didn't think that. He was this close to uh, passing somebody, especially like he's pretty much cemented himself in fourth place. He's not gonna hit uh, 18 home runs in 20 games or whatever. Um, it'd be great if he did um, unless he comes back. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Well, um, our,
0: the PR director for the bills is a huge Cardinals fan. So we chat, we talk all the time and he's okay. like he's like, man, if he gets 700. He's got to come back. He needs third place. And I'm like, if
1: he gets a 700, he's calling it. Like, he's done. That's it. If before the season you would have said that, he would have taken it in a heartbeat, right? Like, this is just like. Of course. course. I think he actually got it. Like, someone accused him on ESPN or something today of, like, they they didn't say it, but basically juicing, uh, you know, just kind of saying, where did this come from? Hopefully it's not tainted. Well uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't expect it to be, but it's it's exciting to see, right? I mean, sounds like a jealous
0: uh, Brewers fan.
1: <laughs> <laughs> baseball needs that, you know, judge chasing something. That's right, chasing something like absolutely. They, they need that steam.
2: Yeah, I don't so, think we expected it though. Like we were there on Saturday as well, and we we saw him uh, get that home run. You know, we were just spiking up the conversation, like, oh, my gosh, like, what if, what if this happened? What if he hits another one that happens to come our way? Like, what would we do? Like, <laughs> and we just joked about my, because I went with my, um my two sisters, Jenna and Jillian, and then my one sister's boyfriend, Anthony, came with us. And they're the Cardinal fans. Like, they Got came it. Cardinal's gear. Yeah. And here we are, like. loving the pirate well that
0: was that was what i noticed because and and we'll get to it here in a minute but the picture of of you guys was you were in full pirates (laughs) gear (laughs) that was what was hilarious to us if if you
2: see the footage um there's some clips out there where it like kind of goes back to us after um you know he runs the bases and (laughs) my sisters are just like
1: (laughs) they're
2: freaking out freaking out that's awesome celebrating um, yeah it was it was a moment that we will treasure forever that's that's for sure so
1: <laughs> we had the weekend booked um you know the anniversary of our dad's passing being a cardinals fan yeah. you know when we had seen that on the schedule a while back, we knew we were going, yeah so. we're
2: like this is like meant to be this is the way he would want us to celebrate that weekend. he wouldn't want us to be um you know sad uh he would i know he would want us to like enjoy the game so
1: I, I didn't really actually know that he was close to passing, to passing anybody. Um, I just knew obviously yeah, he had his own home runs. And so when we were there Saturday and he hit it, uh, six, uh, 96, you know, whoa, we tied a rod. That's really cool. Yep. And on Twitter, I follow, you know, the pirates TV channel and they posted a picture of the guy that got the ball. And, you know, so it was like, Holy cow. Like how cool would that be? Like, that's Jeez.
2: insane. <laughs> and, um,
1: and, you know, we were just joking the whole time and uh, about like, oh, what if we got it? And, you know, because it's such a like a numbers thing, like, oh, what numbers yet? I actually was like on Sunday that day, I was looking up like all the all these numbers, like strikeout <laughs> numbers and all this stuff. Just like, you know, joking around as a Pirates fan, razzing on my, you know, Cardinal friend, Cardinal family here. So it just never in a million years would we think that
2: this is going to happen yeah. to us. <laughs>
1: Especially like righty, right? Pull hitter, right? We were sitting we were right. Sitting right, right center. Yeah.
0: Well, that was, that's my follow-up question. Where, where are your season tickets?
1: Yeah. So I, we don't have an explicit seat. What they let you do is they let you like exchange all the games. So it's oh, more huh. or less like a, a dollar amount deposit. So we just like switch in and switch out of seats. And we actually always sit in left field generally. And we just kind of mix and match depending on like, Man. obviously front rows open, we try to grab that. And For this, uh, everything on left field was kind of booked. Obviously, Polis was chasing a number. You know, those are hot seats. And there was just closer seats um, in this other section. So we actually sat – the section I got the ball in, we sat in that section Saturday. And then where I I got the ball, we were actually sitting a section over on Saturday – or on Sunday, sorry.
0: That's the interesting part to me was if you look at all the (laughs) – what is the dude? what What is he? How old is he? 42? Something
2: mm-hmm. like that.
0: Yeah, I think so. Every home run he's hit this year, I think all the ones that I've seen have been pulled to left field. He's almost wrapped them around the foul pole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they're all <laughs> lefty pitcher pulled to left field. Like it's like it's uncanny. It's like what the odds in Yankee Stadium. Like the, off- the odds right, right center, center. Yeah. Yeah, in the short porch. And even- what are the odds that you guys two days in a row are sitting in right center De- on Sunday, a section over and you, you know, you move, you know, did you move? So you move seats.
1: No, so no. no. If you watch the broadcast, you can actually like see me like run. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah so he's it. got I some mean, what, battle wounds, by the
2: way. That's, yeah, that's
1: yeah, pretty got good. A well, that
0: was that it. was my next question. It looked like you you were like kind of fighting with some other people to get to the ball. Of course, like, he was. <laughs> what was? What, did, did he you wanted just, to get just, like, on after the snap? Like supernatural? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Supernatural like strength just come over you, and you know you're like I'm getting I'm getting to the ball. <laughs>
2: I don't even think we remember like how it all came into play. Cause he was sitting on the opposite side of me. Like I was closest to where the ball had gone and uh, like, okay. I mean, did you jump out over my me way. or did you jump a row? <laughs> like, what did you do? No, I blacked out.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I was going to say like, at that, like when you do like we've all been there when something happens that quick and you just got to react, you just black out and you're like, I jumped over you. I elbowed you in the face. I trampled it. I trampled three kids and I had to get that baseball.
1: That yeah. So I, funny. I, I just, you know, obviously saw it coming, you know, in center field in Pittsburgh, they've got like bushes or uh, like landscaping where there's kind of a fence and you can't get to. So I was like, Oh man, it might hit there. It might not. But I just kind of made my way over. And then uh, I saw it, you know, someone missed catching it and, and I saw it kind of ricochet and just sprinted, <laughs> on, obviously. And that's fantastic. Um, it didn't it? Didn't uh, there was there was a comment I saw that like someone's like Matt pushed a kid, and I take pride in uh you can <laughs> okay. pretty much watch my whole path, and I did not do that. Um It is, is actually it really on ever, film. Yeah, yes. really. Yeah, which is really cool. Didn't really have to fight for it. It actually took a really lucky bounce. Like it bounced to the right towards towards me, and just kind of grabbed it and it was meant to be. It when i did <laughs> what
0: uh, what happens when i mean you've been to way more and watched way more pirates games than i have what happens if somebody you said there's a fence to get to the bushes in center field i've definitely seen homers hit there does somebody grab them do people find a way to jump over the fence like do they just stay out there
1: they stay out there there's a big sign that says you know something along the lines of no trespassing you'll be kicked out if you go
0: interesting right?
1: Now if this home run had landed there, someone probably would have risked it, but I'm about to say somebody's
0: somebody's risking it. I have a dynasty baseball team that I obsess over all the time. I traded for O'Neal Cruz this year.
1: There you go.
0: You've seen him in person. Is he is he everything people are, are chalking him up to be?
1: Man, six, seven, is it shortstop? Six, seven, that yeah, six, tall. seven
0: shortstop. The dude just the ball to first base,
1: mashes home runs. His, he's like the stat cast hero of MLB. It's insane. Yeah. Um, fastest infield throw,
0: fastest, yeah. uh, home run hit. I think fastest exit velo.
1: Yeah. He's got like all of the pirates top 15 and he's only been up for X months. Like, they rave about it on the broadcast. Um, yeah, I think he's got a shot like any young guy He needs to. You know, be at the level for a bit, get consistent time, yeah. sure. and, and just kind of establish himself. So, hopefully, you know, it's, it's a lottery ticket, right? Um, yeah. Like any prospect, and hopefully, he's able to just find that consistency and find that stride.
0: I really want Pittsburgh to be good so- soon. I'm <laughs> serious, right? No, I understand. No, that, and that's the part like, I'm getting it. Like, uh I'm like obviously. I played for the Yankees like when I was a little league team and they kind of just stuck with me. I was Roger Maris. Like we all had retired numbers and it just kind of stuck. So I'm I'm a diehard Yankees fan. Like I follow the minor leagues and all the, you know, the prospects and the whole nine yards. But like, I, I really want Pittsburgh to be like legit, like uh division contenders while I'm at least while I'm up here in Buffalo. Cause I think that that's such a great stadium, to go to like, I want to be able to take a weekend trip, like when we're up here in the spring for OTAs and stuff and go down there and like stay for a weekend and go to a few games in Pittsburgh, like, and, and, and for there to be like a big crowd there. Like the only game I went to, uh, when the Yankees played there, maybe in 18, I think, it, you know, it was, it was a, it was not a huge crowd, but yeah. I, I like that's something that I want to experience at PNC, like with it being like the coolest park that I've been to. I want, I'm like, I want that for the fans too. Like you got the Pittsburgh pirate fans are diehard. Like you guys are awesome. <laughs> and, um, I, I just, I just wanted to get that out there. Like, I, I hope that they have a lot of young, good, young talent, odio Cruz, Hayes Reynolds, like all those guys, they've got a good uh, core there that I think that they can build around.
1: My fantasy football team named like, 10 years ago it was Pittsburgh Pirates in 2025. So we're, okay. we're my buddy and I joke like <laughs> we're coming up on that. Like, and, and, you know, we're on enough of like an upward somewhat trajectory here to have a chance to, yeah. to be decent. So we'll, we'll see yeah.
2: when they were like, awesome. was it 2015 that they were wild card? Was that it? Yeah. yeah. That was like the craziest 13. Was that, was um,
0: what year was? Sorry, and, and I know Blake has a question. What year was it, in this maybe be the, the, the year, the wild card game that we're thinking of, where Cueto um, was pitching? 13, I was there. Was that 13? I said, okay. who's your daddy?
1: <laughs> who's your dad? I don't know that part.
0: It was, or the, the, the crowd was chanting, who's your daddy or something no, like that? And, just, and he
1: dropped, and he dropped the ball <laughs> in the mound? The old hockey goalie. I'm have to look
2: that up. <laughs> no.
1: Just you don't, wait, you really don't know what I'm talking about? No, I, I do. I was oh, it, okay. Quado. He's like, like, dude, I was Cueto, there. <laughs> oh, I thought he, I thought it was like a, I thought they were saying, "Who's your daddy?" No, it's is it Quado. Just like the old, the old hockey goalie. You know, slow, slow sing of the name, the last name.
0: All right. Well, that, the the who I must be tripping, right? Now. I feel. Like,
1: <laughs> I don't think I that, must maybe, be thinking of something else. That was I'll look it up. the best game I've ever been to when Russell Martin hit that home run. It yeah was yeah. yeah. Trick when Quato dropped the Fantastic. ball, obviously,
2: yeah.
0: Good 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 pirates memories. That's what we need.
2: There's not so, many, but
0: so the story that we originally saw, or I guess I originally saw, was from our good friend Greg Torlone mm-hmm. up in up in Orchard Park, who I understand is also a friend of y'all's. He shared it on Twitter that not only did you catch the ball or get the ball in the outfield, that was like the start of what turned out to be a crazy evening what ensued after that was it sounded like you you were gonna trade the ball for a sign ball how did that a- a- actually ensue to where you actually ended up meeting Albert Pujols and walking out with three baseballs <laughs> including the home run still in your hand like tell it tell us the whole tell us the whole story
1: caught the ball and I knew what it knew it like you know, what I had caught and yeah. on the broadcast, I'm freaking out. And um, <laughs> generally what happens in that scenario is like security approaches you. So, um so uh, an usher from the park came up and said, you know, Hey, just so you know, like the Cardinals are probably going to want that, you know, just heads up. And, um, one million dollars.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we exactly. all joked. We're like uh, when we were joking about it before it actually happened. We're all like, we all want signed jerseys. And- <laughs> yeah, all I can think of was
0: the was the Tom Brady ball that that yeah. um was yes. was it Mike Evans threw into the yeah tossed into the it in the stands
1: number six hundred.
0: Like that's all I can think of was that was that deal that happened. Keep going. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. Ho- hopefully, pull this doesn't come back. Right, <laughs> <laughs> to your point earlier. Um Very shortly after, a cardinal security guy came up to me, and you know, hey, hey, I was in left field. He was actually standing in left field, prepared for the at bat, and he said, "Yeah, I ran over here as quick as I could." And hey, would you be willing to, you know, like trade, give the ball? And yeah, no, you know, no problem. And we spent a minute just kind of. Taking it all in. I-
2: there was like fans, like we're walking and fans are coming up to us. Like, can we get a picture? It's like, not me. Like, I don't want to do this, take a picture of me. Were,
0: <laughs> were you afraid of somebody like trying to take it from you at all? Kinda. Or is that not really like, uh, like, were you like, like, were you like hugging it or like, you know, like stuffing it deep in your jean pocket? Like, what were we? No, I, I, palm- you I surely I... you weren't like walking with it, just like, I was. In your hand.
1: Oh no, oh no. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I palmed it. Like I, I was actually a little worried about that. And I was surprised that there wasn't like a little bit more of a scuffle to get it. It was but pretty I,
2: empty though. The game, there wasn't a lot of fans at the game. It was a,
1: so I, every September when football starts. They're all in left field. Sundays yeah. are light. Yeah. And, yeah uh, and the
2: Steelers game was going on right when this, oh, all that's went right. Down. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So
1: it was so empty because of that. I held it out the whole time and a bunch of people wanted to take pictures and <laughs> so I took a few pictures of you know just trying to take in the moment. I called my dad, you know, oh, hey, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> and then yeah. we just kind of made our way to the you know the tunnel underground um just to kind of get away from the chaos. Mm. Um so but um, the game
2: was still going on and you know, right before that home run, we were winning and we were like we were down there, and we had no idea like what it was the top of the ninth, was, right? Was or, it yeah. to take the
1: two run to take the lead? I've never jumped for the pirates to go down by a home run in <laughs> in so that. So and I don't plan on it again.
2: We literally Fantastic. had to ask the security guy who had, like, walked us back there, like, what's the score? Like, what's going on? We don't – because I think – You're um, missing
0: the best part of the game. Yeah, you're missing the game.
2: Yeah, and I think when the time <laughs> Neil, I think, hit another home yeah. run after that, and I, we're, I just felt like we – Oh, but man. It obviously, wouldn't trade that moment for the world. No. Um, but, yeah, it was no. funny. We just didn't know what was going
0: on. <laughs> so you get to the tunnel, and you're, the game is – is still going on, kind of
1: wrapping up. Yeah. Then what? They put us in like a press press area. Uh, it was just like Austin, a security guard and
2: mm-hmm.
1: Cardinal security guy. You know, hey, like you know, what would you like for the ball? I, I you know I don't know. Like, <laughs> I
0: don't know Bitcoin or something. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: that's I that like was going to say me, That's, that's what spot. Brady
0: Brady gave the guy a Bitcoin. I'm like, no. <laughs>
1: Hasn't done well since, but I was about to say it's dropping. Right, I don't know if that's right. The good thing to ask for right now. Um, So, like, tried to take a minute to process it, and Mm -hmm. eventually told the guy, you know, like, hey, maybe a couple bats and a couple balls, um, you know, and that would be cool. And And
2: the guy was like, well, I don't know about any bats. There's a bat shortage.
1: Yeah,
2: (laughs) I was like, okay,
1: all right. They stopped Um, cutting trees down. I (laughs) guess. Um. So the security guard was kind of going between the clubhouse and us just trying to
2: um, negotiate. Yeah, just
1: prep, prep, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, gotcha. uh, uh, you, the screen is on with the game. So you could kind of see like where it was and it slowly was starting to end. It, it started getting pretty real. Like, Oh wow. We're going to actually like get to see him mm-hmm. um, pretty quick. And then it, it came in a flash and,
2: I so, recorded it. I think it was like only a minute and 30 seconds. It was the whole interaction. It was really, just, yeah, it was so quick. Wow. And um,
1: there's actually but, a video that someone from the Cardinals uploaded. Yeah. And you can kind of see the first bit of the yeah. recording in the background. Yeah. <laughs> and uh so he made his way, he's made his way out and, you know, just kind of introduced ourselves and then yeah. you can
2: Yeah, I just kind of, we shook our, you know, shook our hands with him. And I just said, you know, my dad's a huge Cardinals fan and he's, he loves you or he loved you. And today is uh, exactly one year that he passed away. We're here because of him. And I felt like this ball was sent to me from him, like an angel in the outfield. Like this was meant, meant to be and, uh, or a sign from him and not even like hesitating. He literally was like, keep it. And and I I don't think we, like, took that in.
1: It sounded like a joke.
2: Yeah, like, it almost looked like a joke. And then he's like, oh, and here's two more signed balls. And we're like, oh, my gosh, here. Thank you. And they were like, here, take it back. Like, take your ball. And he's like, no, no, no. Like, he's like, it means more to you than it would mean to me. So I want you to keep it. So I was, like, choking up because, like, I it was already an emotional day for me as it was. And, like, the fact that this, like soon to be hall of famer is going like did that like he just it was a class act type of gesture and you don't usually see that too often so it was really 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 neat
1: i thought it was like a he walked away and and it kind of sunk in that like wow he's walking away from this ball and
2: he kept saying know, are you sure are you sure? yeah
1: like, <laughs> and he goes he literally said uh it means more to you than me i've got plenty of balls man that was the last we heard of him. Um, yeah.
2: Well, he took a, he came, he did take pictures with Matt. Um. It, again, it was so fast. Um. Unfortunately, I didn't get a picture, but he, yeah, he took the time to take a picture with you. So that's awesome. That's
1: cool. <laughs> yeah. It's um, amazing how quick it went. Like yeah. it was literally done just so fast. And yeah. obviously you're yeah. like, as a long time baseball fan, like I've seen pool halls destroy my team for years. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, like obviously he's, one of the best players of all time. And so you're kind of just shell shocked. You don't know really yeah. just what happened. It was, it was definitely an interesting moment,
2: but I got to say the three and a half hour drive home, <laughs> like we were awake. We were like yeah. adrenaline through the room. <laughs> that's that's <laughs>
0: awesome. Um, so, uh, one last question before we wrap it up. Are you going to display it? Is it going to go, Matt, is it going to go in your office? Like, is this going to be, is it going to turn into like some kind of like superstition type deal? Like where you, you tap the ball every time the pirates play the Cardinals. You (laughs) rub it like, like, like rub it in your hand. You're (laughs) just like, wish it good luck on on the, wish good luck on the pirates.
1: I don't know what to do with it. Quite frankly, obviously it's a huge artifact of baseball. I, I don't know what other term to use. Like, This is the ball that put him in fourth place. So it's probably a little too important to just sit on my desk and, you know, like whatnot. So I, I don't, I have no idea what I'm going to do. Yeah. We're still Um, trying to
2: figure all that out. Kind of
1: like a Super Bowl (laughs) ring.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Seriously. I I
0: mean, in terms of, I know with the, obviously with the sentimental value, like I get that part. But mm -hmm. in terms of the fact, the actual, like the actual value of the baseball, I'm sure that it's, you know, you can get it. Protected for like like guys do with their Super Bowl ring, like put it away in a lockbox or something.
1: Yeah, where I'm looking, looking at safety to right, box, you know, boxes put it on your banks. Like, yeah. yeah, no kidding. Um, yeah, yeah, so just really unsure because I mean, if he if he doesn't hit a home uh-huh. another home run, like this thing,
2: it's worth a lot. It's it, yeah. the
1: last. That's a pretty big deal. Yeah. Um yeah. you might start getting some phone calls from the St. Louis Cardinals. Right. So <laughs> if he doesn't hit more. Well,
0: who's the who's the big like? um uh, like auctioneer, like auction. I, golden, the, I, golden, I, one golden, I, know I think cards, maybe golden. I yeah, they might somebody might leak your. Not me. <laughs> somebody <laughs> might leak your phone number and be like, "This is the guy that's got the last Pujols ball. He's going in the Hall of Fame."
1: Yeah. It, so after, so after Albert walked away, we were just kind of like, I was feeling really weird, like. I thought he was playing hardball. I I, I thought this was like a hardball negotiation tactic or something. Like I wasn't sure what was going on. And then eventually they just, they let us walk away. Like I was amazed, like he didn't come back and, and, you know, not that we got shooed away, but you know, time to go. And eventually the Cardinal security guy came back and, and took my number and he said, you know, I just want it just in case and in case hey, the Cardinals right. may call the hall. Yeah. fame may call like, yeah. Well, you know, like, wow. What, like, that was what
0: I was thinking that, you know, there are, there are museums that may want this ball or so, like something bigger than just having it in Albert Pujol's house.
1: Like
2: right,
0: Cooperstown might start calling.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the thing to me, like as a baseball fan, to me, like just what I would think is, an important home run is probably like his last one. Obviously, if he reaches 700, 700-
2: I'm crossing my fingers that this is it. <laughs> Not going right, to Right, right, right. <laughs> um, if he
1: reaches 700, obviously that's a huge milestone. So that's pretty important. ball. but then this yeah. one, this one blocks him into fourth place. Like, yeah. Uh, yep. So, I mean, to me, like, holy crap, that's a pretty big deal. So I don't yeah, think maybe, anybody's
0: getting close to him anytime soon either.
1: Yeah. Who's, who's the, um, I mean, active I
0: guy with the most? Miggy? Uh, Miggy Cabrera. Um, I, and he's not anywhere close. Yeah, he's like but he's almost done yeah. anyway. So, but like
1: this is last year. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, but like Stanton is kind of up there. You know, uh, Goldschmidt maybe. You know, funny enough. I mean, I don't. There's not many active guys that I can see getting close.
1: Judge Judge is probably uh, does Otani have it? Uh, I think enough?
0: Judge is like two, maybe like two hundred something, but he's thirty years old. True. Good point. So, uh, you know, if he was
1: 50
0: though, (laughs) right. If he was four, you know, if he was four or five years, but if you think about it, like I, like I was, we were talking, uh, Blake and I were talking about it last week on the podcast. Like if you get to seven, I mean, to get to 700, you, I mean, you, you split it up. You got to hit 50 for 14 years. You know, if you think about it that way, or, you know, 40 for, you know, Seventeen or something, but I mean, that's a, that's that's a lot of sustained periods of dominance. That I don't know. I mean, unless they bring the juice ball back for as for a long period, I just can't see it happening for a long, long time. Which is pretty cool. I mean, it you know it's to be able to have Pujols. it just play and be in his to, prime years.
2: Yeah, it's crazy to think like we're part of like history. Like it's just yeah, absolutely I'm still thinking in like I mean, and we. I mean, I guess I didn't think this would blow up as much as it did. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's just, it's
0: hard to, ex- it's hard to expect something like this. You just have no yeah. idea. If you've never been in a situation before, I mean, you catch a home run ball, you yeah. could have caught the Tyler O'Neill ball and it was just been, right. it would just been like the, oh it's another home run
2: yeah and that's the and thing, that like, would have been
1: awesome in, in itself yeah, right Right, like, right. true true home right. run ball right like right. holy crap, exactly. that's awesome like that makes yeah. your day alone and
2: that's the thing 100%. like I don't think you ever caught a home run ball before Never. this is it <laughs> and that's I haven't awesome. so
0: yeah not even a foul ball or anything
2: a foul ball yeah like, okay. yeah we
1: get a ball at a game lucking out but yeah not like yeah an actual home run
2: yeah Crazy. Pretty cool.
0: <laughs> well, thank you all so much for taking the time. This has been so much fun for us. Congratulations thank on uh, getting a piece of history. Go <laughs> relish in it, enjoy it, and uh, hopefully, it sits on your desk for a long, long time. <laughs> Matt and Samantha Brown, everybody, Reed, that was one of my favorite interviews. I know I said it before, but that was that was such a cool interview because it meant so much for them to not only go to that game and and it be the one-year anniversary of Samantha's dad passing away, but then to be able to catch a piece of history, meet Albert Pujols. He says, no, keep the ball. Like, you can't write it any better than that. You really can't. I was going to say the same thing. You just can't can't make up stuff like that. They were – Matt and Samantha were fantastic. Um, Thank you so much to them for – coming on and really um opening up a ton about the story. Uh, you know, it was very you could tell how much it meant to them uh when they're talking about the ball and um you know kind of the the whole the the background of the story obviously and the sentimental value uh that it now holds. So uh pretty cool. Um, you know, I hope I hope Matt finds a good place for the ball. Uh maybe not on his desk, maybe in a lockbox somewhere, but pretty cool they did a great job it was fantastic that is a wrap on this week's episode of after the snap as always follow us on social media at after the snap pod instagram twitter TikTok. go subscribe to us on spotify and apple podcasts Uh, subscribe to us on youtube and as always we will see you next friday this has been after the snap tales from two brothers who live life upside down